You're listening to Partnership Aligned Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited about this topic because out of all the topics that I want to talk to you guys about, and there's a lot of them, this is the one that is really near and dear to my heart. I struggled with this for a really long time, and I learned it through trial and error. So I know what you're thinking. This episode is titled like a quiz in Cosmopolitan. Do you remember doing those as a teenager? Well, this is not a quiz because you already know the answer. You know damn well whether your partner really knows you. In fact, you're the only one who knows because it's you who chooses to show your real self and be honest or to hold back. By the way, before we get started, you can find the transcript for this episode at partnershipaligned.com forward slash three. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking, I don't lie to my partner. Well, I'm not talking about whether you tell your partner your exact location or whether you share with them what happened at girls' night last night. No, I'm talking about something so much deeper. I'm talking about being completely open with your partner about how you're feeling. If I asked your partner how you feel about a topic within your relationship or even how you feel about them, would they know? Would they be guessing? Or even more commonly, would they think they know, but they're just wrong? Let me give you some examples. Maybe you're someone who does communicate how you feel, but you cap it. It's only to a point. You downplay the importance or the impact that an issue is having on you, pulling back and not letting your partner know just how upset you really are. Another example is just plain old silence. Your partner gets an attitude or says something hurtful, and instead of directly telling them what you're going through, you withdraw and you silently stew. If silent treatment is something that you exhibit in your relationship, you're definitely going to want to listen to the next episode where I take a deep dive into that. What most people call the silent treatment, I call the silent love killer. And yes, I was very guilty of this one too. Either way, your partner knows you're mad. But when you speak up and tell them exactly how you're feeling and why, you create an opportunity for connection as opposed to the distance that accompanies the cold shoulder. Listen to me. It is on you, ladies, to tell your partner what's really going on with you. They cannot read your mind. It is your responsibility to take off the mask, to shed the layer of protection that you're so desperately holding on to, and to give your partner what it is that you really want from them. Emotional honesty. It's time to fully show up in your relationship. And I know you're scared. Believe me, I know. But if you really think about it, your fear is that there'll be conflict. But isn't there already conflict now? Don't you feel conflicted within yourself? Part of you knows that you don't share fully while the other part of you tries to ignore it. And if your thing is that you'd rather be in conflict with yourself than with someone else, don't you worry, I'll be doing an episode on that too. 
So let's talk about the two most amazing experiences that you are missing out on by not being real. The first is genuine intimacy. Now let me be crystal clear about what intimacy really is because people get confused. Intimacy is not an orgasm. Intimacy is not a romantic date. And intimacy is not agreeing on every topic. Intimacy is the experience of two people loving and accepting each other while showing up as their entire true selves. This is an experience well worth the discomfort of being vulnerable. If you think about it, we do many difficult things for the sake of having powerful human experiences. We go through pregnancy and labor to have a child. We go through failure and rejection to chase our dreams. We diet and exercise to get closer to that body that we want. So why not be vulnerable in the name of deep connection and intimacy? I recently went to the Life Coach School Mastermind in Austin, Texas, and one of the speakers put up a huge screen that read, when we do the easy thing, life gets hard. When we do the hard thing, life gets easy. Now, if you know me, you know that I don't have any tattoos and I don't plan on ever getting any, but if I was going to change my mind, that's the one I'm getting. Saying how you feel is hard. Not saying how you feel is also hard. So choose your hard. Choose yourself. The other thing you're missing out on when you stifle yourself is emotional freedom. Personally, I find this to be more valuable than intimacy, but that's just me. No need to choose, though. Getting honest gives you both. Emotional freedom is a big concept, and it's best understood by talking about how it feels when you don't have it. You know that feeling. The one that lives in your gut, telling you quietly and knowingly that you're trapped inside yourself. You shove it away, but it always returns. You've stifled that voice and it's dying to get out. You know you're not being true to yourself, but it just seems easier this way. Let me explain to you why it feels easier to stay quiet. You see, our brains have not evolved. Our society has, but our brains haven't. We're still designed for survival in the same way that we were in caveman times, even when we're not in any real danger. In the olden days, being in conflict with someone means rejection from the tribe, which ultimately led to death. Now that we don't have saber-toothed tigers chasing us down, our brains get confused about what real danger is. So that petrified feeling you get when you think about getting real with your partner, that's actually your brain signaling to you that you may die if this conversation doesn't go well. It's kind of dramatic, isn't it? So you have to be onto yourself. You have to know that even though that feels real, it's not. You have to be smarter than your own brain. But getting back to the feeling of being trapped within yourself, I know this feeling all too well. In what feels like a different lifetime, I was in a marriage where I routinely abandoned myself in the name of not creating waves. Looking back on that marriage, a lot of shit went down. But my biggest regret is not being honest about how I was feeling. My ex-husband had some serious demons, so it was all too easy for me to stay in denial about me. Luckily, I had some amazing people gently pushing me 
to take a look at my side of the street. It took some powerful coaching to break free of this self-imposed prison and to start getting real. But once I did, oh my God, all of a sudden I was free. Free to actually say no when I wanted to say no and to say yes when I meant yes. Free to be vocal about what I really want and need. Free to align my insides and my outsides. I felt light and unencumbered. I cannot tell you how amazing it feels to know that I never have to pretend again. So what's more important here? Keeping the peace with your partner or keeping the peace with yourself? And give your partner some credit. Most likely they want to know how you genuinely feel. And so what if there's some conflict? Every relationship has conflict. It's a small price to pay for the release of resentment and grudges. Give yourself and your partner the gift of showing up as the real you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and leave a review. And please share this podcast with other women who need this information. Because remember, a healthier relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.